You're listening to a podcast by the Bechdel Group. Baby Lottery by Paris Creighton III. Setting, the living room of Janet and Melissa Hart. This is completely unfair. I know, I'm sorry. You get me all excited about doing this, and now all of a sudden you have cold feet? This is a big step. Yes, I know. I mean, I don't think I thought about everything that it entails. You're a freaking analyst, for God's sake. Of course you have. You always do. This is different. There's a calendar in every room of our house because you schedule and overanalyze everything. So I know something else has to be wrong. <sighs> Babe. Tell me the truth. I am. The whole truth. I'm afraid. So am I. But we're in this together, so I know we'll be okay. How can you be so sure? Because it always is, right? <laughs> Janet, we're talking about a baby. Yes, at your request. I never wanted children. I know. But then, I started going through the process, the hours upon hours of adoptive training, and I became really happy at the thought of being a mom. I'm happy too, it's just... It's just what? The world isn't exactly in great shape at the moment. Was it ever? I know, but it seems like it's getting worse by the minute. We can't focus on that. We have to. We're talking about bringing a child up in it. Let's cross that bridge when we come to it. We're at the bridge, Janet. We're standing at the bridge, peering over the edge, and you know I'm afraid of heights. Let's just look at the children again, okay? Let's take our time and examine each of them. You make it sound like a science project. I'm just saying. The one we want may speak to us. This isn't like picking out a new blouse at Bloomingdale's. Oh, I hate Bloomingdale's. I'm being serious. So am I. I want to find our child. This would be so much easier if you had a penis. Yes, because pregnancy and giving birth is a piece of cake. You know what I mean. No, actually, I don't. Can we please just look at the children again? Okay, fine. Great. Janet opens a folder and places the pictures of five babies on the table. Okay, let's see here. Two boys and three girls, all different races. Who speaks to you the most? You already know I'm a fan of this one. Why? Because she's Chinese? She's Japanese. There's a difference. I know that, but why are you such a fan of her? Because I think that adopting her will show that we're a couple that doesn't see color. That's bull. What do you mean? <laughs> I hate it when people say that they don't see color. It's a lie. No, it's not. Out of all the babies here, you choose the Chinese. Japanese. Whatever. You choose her because you saw her color. I did not. Maybe I saw her ethnicity, but not her color. What's the difference? Melissa, you know what I meant. So is the Asian out? I never said that, but we don't know anything about Asian culture. I spent a couple years in Japan. Does that make you fit to raise an Asian child? I'm not fit to raise any child. Remember, I'm doing this for you. What about him? Jesus? It's pronounced Jesus. He's Mexican. So what? I thought you didn't see color. I don't. But if Donald Trump wins this election, little Jesus is going to have some problems. I want to speak to our son through a wall. He'd be an American citizen. Trump doesn't care about American citizens. Look at how he treated your president. My president? Uh, are, are you talking about President Obama? Yes. Why is he just my president? You live in this country too, right? I didn't mean it like that. Well, you said you're implying that he only belongs to me. I didn't imply anything. I just chose the wrong word. Barack Obama is a cool guy. President Barack Obama. You know, I know you're a Republican, but it's okay to call him the president. When did this turn into a political debate? When you started acting like your mother. Excuse me? You even said yourself she's a little racist. She may be racist, but I'm not in any way. I can't believe you would say that. 
I chose an Asian child for Pete's sake. That proves nothing. Now, all of a sudden becomes a topic on race. We're picking the race of the baby, so I had no choice to become a topic on race. I just want to pick a child that we both love. We can pick the black boy here if that would make you happy. There's no way I'm raising a black boy. Oh, and you call me racist. It has absolutely nothing to do with me being racist. Have you watched the news lately? Okay, so the black and Mexican boys are out and the Asian girl. That leaves us these two precious bundles of joy. This feels wrong. What do you mean? It feels like we're playing Russian roulette with children's lives. Do you or do you not want a child, Melissa? I do, but not like this. I don't want to pick them like you pick out pets at an animal shelter. Would it be better if someone else decided for us? That way we'll both be surprised. I don't know. There's a knock on the door. Janet goes to answer. Patrick, the pizza delivery guy, stands outside. Perfect timing. Come on in. Uh, I'm not really allowed to enter into someone's home. Just come in. We need your help. We'll throw in a little extra. Okay, I suppose it'll be all right. Patrick enters. This is my wife, Melissa. Hello, wife, Melissa. Hi. What's your name? Patrick. Okay. Patrick. We're having a little problem here, and we need you to be the voice of reason. First, let me ask, where are you from? I was born in Australia. I've only been in the States a little while. Great. Down under, so you won't be biased. Out of these two babies, which one would you pick? Janet! I'm sorry, I don't really understand the question. We're trying to start a family and having the hardest time choosing a child to adopt. I think this is something the two of you should figure out. We just want an extra opinion. Um, okay. Okay. Which one of these two speak to you the most? Would you please stop asking which child speaks to you the most? I'm sorry, Patrick. Patrick then places one hand over his eyes and points to one of the pictures. You weren't even looking? I'm sorry, I don't know what to do. It's easy, just pick a kid. I did pick one. I no longer want to be involved in this. Well, you were absolutely no help at all. I'm sorry. I just came to deliver your pizza. If I had known this would have turned into baby mania, I would have prepared. Thank you, Patrick. What's our total? Twenty-two fifty. Okay, uh, here you go. Here's an extra twenty for you. Thank you. I hope you all figure this out. I'm sure we will. Thank you. Patrick exits. Well, that was crazy. How do you cover your eyes and pick a child? We're basically doing the same thing. This whole thing is, is, it's just cruel. It's like a baby lottery. Yes, but helping one is better than helping none. I know you don't see color, but have you noticed the races of the children of these two last pictures? Yes, one black and one white. Do you think that's a coincidence? I'm not sure. I don't, and I think it's a problem. A problem? Why? Because we didn't choose them first. Well, the world isn't just black and white. It must be to us because we're staring at the faces of a black and white child. So we're both a little racist? Seems that way. You know what? I don't want to think about this anymore today. Let's go shopping or something. I agree. Where do you suggest? Anywhere with Bloomingdale's. Hate Bloomingdale's. This play was written for one of the Bechtel Group's 24-hour writing challenges, where we give a group of 10 playwrights 24 hours to write a 10-minute play that passes the Bechtel test along specific parameters. To pass the Bechtel test, a project must have two female characters who both have names, who have a conversation that is not about a man. For more information on our work, look us up at www.thebechtelgroup.com. Yeah!